Remember when you came to audition for us? Yeah. There was a box of raisins on the coffee table. Did you, by any chance, take them with you when you left? What are you talking about? Well, we were all eating the raisins, and I remember you, you were eating some of the raisins, and then you left, and the raisins were gone. And I was just wondering if, you know, maybe you took them with you. Are you accusing me of stealing the raisins? Oh, no, no. Why would I steal a box of raisins? No, you wouldn't. Nobody would. It's just that they were missing, and, well, I'm just inquiring. Let me give you a word of advice, okay? I want you to stay away from me. I don't want to talk to you, and I don't want to hear any more of your stupid little notes and suggestions. I don't like you. So if you've got any other problems, whether it's raisins, prunes, figs, or any other dried fruit, just keep it to yourself and stay out of my way, okay? July 5th, 2020. Hi, everybody. Hello there. How y'all doing? How's everybody? I mean, I don't want to talk about how I'm doing, so how are you? <laughs> Hopefully it's better than us. You know, it's... Not that we're doing super bad, but no, these are rough times for all. It is, you and know? I mean, we're fortunate. Let's let's just say we're fortunate, and we hope you are also fortunate. Yes, may fortune smile upon you. Sure. Boy, was that a platitude. Woof. Okay, let's move on. Wow, okay, um... So, uh, there was a little bit of dereliction of duty going on on my part. (laughs) Last twip, I should have let you know, I I didn't realize this at the time, which is why I didn't, that the 100th episode of The Pendant Shakespeare was coming up. And we were going to be taking in, you know, submissions from folks like we do for all of our 100th and 50th episode reels to sort of put together a little celebration thing. And I could have mentioned that and... Told you that here, and the three of you listening could have sent stuff in. But unfortunately, I did not remember to do that. And this all happened between episodes, and now all the submissions are in and done. So... We're real sorry about sorry. that. But... You know, people should feel rewarded for listening to this show, since it doesn't have a ton of people listening to it. And then here we go, doing something like that. My duty was derelict. Sorry. In any case, in just a couple of weeks... Dependent Shakespeare 100th episode will come out. So that's really cool. Yay. And uh, hopefully we'll have a reel. I haven't looked to see if we got enough submissions for it yet because these are, again, trying times for all. And so not everybody is, you know, able to do things like they used to with recording and whatnot or even keeping and, up with emails. And that's it's okay so hard. Because so that's okay. We're all trying our best right now. Right. But either way, in a few weeks, Dependent Shakespeare 100th episode will be out, and hopefully we will have a reel if we got enough submissions for it. Yay! Which I don't know now, because again, <clears throat> dereliction of duty. But what am I doing? We're what hoping. Am I doing? We're hoping. Oh. We're hoping it all went to plan. <laughs> sure. Okay. Let's also mention, with um, all the weirdness that's going on and Dependent Shakespeare and stuff, that after Troilus and Cressida ends... The co-directors over on Shakespeare, James Rossi and Joel Rowan, will both be stepping down because they have other things to do right now. So we thank them both very much for all the time they put it on that show. Yes, thank you so much. We appreciate you. We do. And also 
director related. Uh, Vincent Morrison is stepping back from seminar for a little while. It's not a permanent thing. He just needs a bit of a break. So I will be uh, handling that for now, uh, sort of overseeing it. And I'm working with assistant directors, Jessica Harris and Jeff Robinson right now. We're putting that together. Possibly there will be a third one before the episode is finished. I'm not sure yet. I just did a director class. Again, didn't mention this last time because it came up between episodes and I didn't think of it. So <laughs> I, this is really, wow. You're being punished for listening to this. Between the last uh, twip and this one, I held the director class and we've had uh, several people that are doing very well in it. And so hopefully things keep going well and maybe some of them will be working on seminar or Shakespeare or other places in the future. So that's cool. And if you missed that, those... The director class I'm still doing and I can do any time. So if you are interested in that, shoot me an email, jeffrey at pentantaudio.com, and I will get you going. Yeah, and seminar is a great way to dip your toe in because everything's a little different and you get to test out different things. Well, I'm not saying they would go to seminar. That's not a guarantee. Well, yeah, I know. You're just saying for some of these people yes. working on seminar with you right. are some of those people. That have finished the class. Well, obviously. Yeah. You don't finish the class, you can't work on a show. Well, right. I'm but just saying that's there's a there's no obligation, really. You don't have to buy any software. It can be done with free software or software that might already be installed on your computer. Or you can, if you have other access to other good audio editing software, that can be used as well. It's a whole thing that we go through and talk about. So don't be shy if it's something you think you might be interested in. We could always use the help. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> That's it. That's all I have. Wow. As far as I know. Well, I forgot the the director class stuff and the the Shakespeare 100 episode thing last time. Episode. <laughs> oh, boy. This is going great. Pandemic twips. Aren't they fun? Wow. So anyway, I think that's all the news for now. Uh, the first um, episode script for season 11 of The Kingery is done and is going to cast in just a few days. So that's cool. Hooray! Yeah. That's the thing I just thought of. Oh my God. What? <laughs> I wrote it and, and you're writing the second one I am. of season 11. So. Yep, we sure are. You're working on it right now. I am. See? Tappa tappa. News. Tappa tappa. So much news. <laughs> Um, Hollywood, California, we have Dan Foster on the line. Hello, Dan. Hello. Hello, everyone. <clears throat> How's it going? Well, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's going. It's 9.48 a.m. here in, in Los Angeles. Uh, I, I've got uh, my half a cup of coffee in, so, uh, and we're a little warmed up. There you go. Feel uh, ready to roll. Awesome. So how did you make your way into voice acting? Great question. Great first question. Uh, Thanks. I, I strive for excellence. Yes. This is, uh, this is the very broad, uh, you know, everybody get your pencils ready because this is, <laughs> this is the way you get started voiceover. This is the way whoever's told you otherwise they're wrong. Forget what they've said. No, it's, it's great how everyone has their own individual journey. Mine, uh, I think like a lot of things I'd like to, <laughs> I'd like to say was like a Phoenix coming out of the ashes one trail in life had come to an end. I found myself on the couch, much in what I record in these days, which is scantily clad. Um, you're welcome for the picture. And I'm, I'm watching Netflix. Um, they're not sponsoring this 
and I'm not paid to say this, but there was, there was at the time, I don't believe it's on there now, at the time that I was watching this, I believe was somewhere around September, maybe of 2015. I see this documentary called, I know that voice produced by John DiMaggio. Some of you may not know the name John DiMaggio, but you know that voice. If you've watched Adventure Time, if you've watched, um, oh shoot, I'm forgetting his credits. That's why I'm not <laughs> giving this interview as I've told you, Jordan. <laughs> but I'm sure, I'm sure the majority of the audience is going, they're shaking their head. Yes, I know John DiMaggio. I know who you're talking about. I know the documentary because possibly I wasn't the only one who found this so captivating. They pressed pause up a pen and notepad as the light bulbs had shattered in the house and went, I got to take notes. This is class. And I was hooked from that minute. I, I hit the ground running to a friend of mine. Uh, luckily I happened to be in LA. So, mm-hmm. you know, an actor, um, there's six degrees of Kevin Bacon, you know, for us all. So, uh, I didn't go to Kevin. Unfortunately he was busy, but I went to a great friend and said, what do you know about this stuff? Because I've always wanted to do it. It was one of those things like you, you always knew, and I'll, I'll get to that. Always knew, uh, in a, in a while we'll be with you in a minute there. Um, but mm-hmm. I always knew it was something I wanted to do. And luckily that documentary came <laughs> at a great time, uh, for me to get started. I recommend it to anybody listening. If you don't know John DiMaggio, if you're interested in voiceover, go buy that. It's worth whatever he's got it on. I think Amazon listed, um, help, help the community of, of voiceover out by, uh, supporting that, that documentary. It was beautiful. And I just Googled him cause I didn't know the name, but I know who Bender is. There you go. That's who I was trying to get to. And I'm apologize, John. Uh, I don't know your, I know your, <laughs> your body of work and everybody should know who Bender is, uh, or I should not say everyone should, but I think a general, um, the general community knows of his body of work and, and that character particularly. I thank him immensely. So you dove into voice acting and how did you make your way over to Pendant? Mm-hmm. That is a great question. And um, how long after you decided I'm going into voice acting did, did, was that gap between that and finding us? I don't think it was long. I don't think it was long at all. Um, because in in the first class that I took, um, when I, when I went to quote unquote voiceover school, uh, and that's why I joke about grab your pencils and pens. Cause here's, here's how you get into voiceover kids. Cause there isn't one way, but there is, you know, for me, it was, well, I went to college. I know if I go to a class that says foundations, the beginning in the beginning. So that class, uh, in one segment of it, they said, <laughs> you're not going to become John DiMaggio tomorrow, you know, to build a foundation and what's the best way to get into voiceover and, and get comfortable being behind the mic and playing, do it for free volunteer. So I signed up for uh, Lars, which is a Los Angeles radio reading service. It's we, they read um, the daily news uh, for the blind and uh, sight impaired, I believe um, is I, I haven't done it in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so my verbiage, apologize if it's incorrect. Uh, and then I believe it was Joe J. Joe J. Thomas. Yeah, there we go. Thank you again, horrible names and numbers, but I thank him as well immensely. He, 
he um, posted he posted about pendant in a I think he has his own blog or something. And I went, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and pendant uh, just struck a chord. I went to the website and looked at casting, and I happened to I think at the same time, uh, you know, just heard about it, see the casting call for seminar and the student and i went this looks fun this i mean it's got a it's got a history that i i kind of glazed over and went i I, there's no way i'm gonna wrap my head around it but you know Mm -hmm. this is there's something about it i've 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 got a i've got no reason you know to not give it a try so uh i give it a shot (laughs) cool well that yeah rest is history as they say right you you don't get what you don't try for. Absolutely. So yeah, and I recently interviewed Joe. Um, his uh, interview last interview was um, back in April, so you can go back and listen to his stuff and uh, hear about his website and all that too. Uh, back in that, it, it is a great yeah. It was a great resource for me, honestly. I mean, it, anybody who's who's interested in voiceover now, I, I it's it's amazing how I can sit here like Bob Bergen does, who, if you don't know that voice, uh, is a voice of many Warner Brothers characters, mostly Porky Pig, because um, he seems to be one of the very few people who can get that stutter down. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oddly enough, he's trying to stutter. Mm-hmm. It blows my, my mind all the time. Um, but yeah, he, he has said that the world of technology has changed the way people can um, communicate and learn this this crap you know he's he's come up from the time where he will tell you the story you can watch the interview or listen to the interview anywhere uh because yeah. you have the world wide webs at your fingertips but he grew up at a time where he was able to go through the yellow pages if anybody knows what a book of yellow pages were and find mel blank and Anybody that's listening that wants to get into voiceover and doesn't know that name, um, especially if you're interested in cartoons and animation, you, you might want to go to the internet, uh-huh. look that guy up. He is, uh, I will say, the godfather of, in, of voiceover and animation, specifically at least. But they grew up at a time where, you know, you didn't have the interwebs and this technology that anyone can basically become a voiceover if they've got a closet, a USB mic, and a computer. You can learn so much for free, uh, i.e. Pendant and Joe. I wanted to go back to Joe. Uh, his his free information, as well as in, just in general, the use of the World Wide Web. I mean, I, I, could, I could list, I could list, you know, and I think Joe does it, free resources, um, you know, to, so you can, you can start to understand you to learn if you, you know, because there, there's plenty of books out there, but, um, you know, learn from the people that are doing it. And Joe is one of them. And, um, you know, I, I, I can't thank him enough or pendant enough for giving me an opportunity early in my career to still be, still be doing it, to still be playing the student, um, in yeah. more ways than one, literally. And, you know, it's got longevity and teeth in this character's got, you know, a, a, a life, these characters. Yeah. It, it was, it was such a gift to me at the early stages of my career. I remember being so stoked to have uh, received, I think it was from VC, the, the casting notice. I was like, I've, I've got a job. I've, you know, I'm not getting paid, but who cares? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I get to play. This is what I want to do. 
And ultimately, I think that's that's what the drive behind, you know, the, the passion again to the actors listening. You know, if you want to do this because you think it's fun and you uh, or you you want to make that that big money and be, you know, up there in lights in Hollywood. Well, good luck to you. I wish you the best, but heart's not in the right place because you should want to do this because uh, you can't imagine doing anything else. And you get a high at the mic as our good buddy Rob Paulson has coined. Um, and if you don't know Rob Paulson again, Narf, uh, <laughs> there's a hint. Um, that says it all right. I should there. say it all. Yeah, I've had a few small bit parts um, across a couple of our shows and it's it's you know hard work to to get it to come out right and Voice. some of the longer uh things that i've had to record um not knowing at the time that i could break them up was hundreds of times reading the same um mm. paragraph over and over and getting tripped up over the same word <laughs> um three quarters of the way and then having to start over thanks landon um <laughs> Uh, or thanks Shakespeare for writing that. Um, it's right. It's something, you know, to do well, like anything else, you need to spend the time, make the effort. It's not just something you go, you do and say, okay, done. Absolutely. But I, I, I feel, you know, I feel that there is a, and in, in, and it's going to be hard for me to use my words because Oddly enough, um, but it's how you say it. people forget actors. Usually they're having words put in their mouth. Uh, <laughs> other people have said the brilliant things that they're saying. So, you know, not the smartest, right? It's how you say them. Right. Um, yes, that's very true. Um, but I feel that what I want to say is that it's hard for me to find the words because uh, I'm only learning now that the dependent pendulums, the family is a lot closer than I thought. Um, because for so many years, you know, I just, I know of, of these entities, these people, this family through email and the most, a personality is coming through maybe when VC, when I hear him in an episode or in the commentary, which I do listen to. Um, and that's where I go, Oh, these, okay. There's Jeff. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. cat. Okay. All right. Oh, wow. Interesting. Wow. Okay. This is my family, but I feel that it's a comfortable place to play, especially because I came in dependent when now I I didn't dive into who is Dan, the actor. I I have an acting background, but I feel that anyone and those of you listening, if this is you and and Jordan, if, if maybe this is something you're curious, (laughs) you're, you're VO curious and you know, you, you want to, you, you want to do those, you know, you want to give it a shot. My gosh. Pendant is the perfect Absolutely. place for this. You know, it, it was for me. I, I, I can say that with 110% certainty that I feel so comfortable that I can, I can, you know, audition for a role. And if I get it and then I listen to it, I, I don't have to beat myself over the head and go, oh, Dan, gosh, that was, I, they used that take. Oh, that was a bad performance. Hey, you know what? What of it? You, I mean, we're our own worst critic for one, but you have the opportunity to play and there's no harm in this. I don't feel there's, I'm, I'm maybe I'm not reading into discord or wherever comments might be, but I never buy into what people are saying because everybody, and let's face it, everyone has an opinion, but 
in Pendant, I feel that it's a, it's a community that allows you to play as an actor and perfect your craft. And if you were to listen to student in the first episode, much mm-hmm. like with The Simpsons or any long-running show, characters evolve, and you as a person evolve, and you as an actor evolve, and you, as you learn this character, you just organically uh, get to play. And so much so, even when I think a lot of these these characters are not far from who the person is. Uh, um, I like to think that Cat is, you know, is uh, when you hear Alice, I hear Cat. Um, and that's all the more real because it's not far from her. And I don't feel that um, and many, many degrees, me and Alex or Thomas, you know, I'm, I'm very much using my, my voice. You know, anybody that listens to it, they probably you hear some some of Alex and, and uh, Thomas. But, you know, that that's made it all the more difficult for me because, my gosh, when I read those words that Kat has written, I'm like. I feel this, uh, this, there's a part of me that lives in these characters. It's not so much even maybe acting as it's just you as we're maybe talking about, uh, at some point earlier with the Kingery, you know, it's, it's cathartic, uh, you know, ex- exploding with some, uh, sailor mouth content can, can be a little healing for some people. It can be, a, it can be, a, it can be a little confusing for those outside the room, um, <laughs> that don't know what's going on inside that that padded closet, but uh, you know, um, it's very healing. And I, I thank Pendant, I thank you, you all, um, for for the gift that you give. And I hope it's some encouragement to anybody that you know um, has has considered auditioning. Maybe that's that's listening. That's gone. You know, oh, this looks. This sounds like a great show. I'd love. I'd, I'd love to be a part of Major Machine. I'd love to get into you know seminar, even if it was just. One, you know, one liner. I mean, mm-hmm. that's how that's how it starts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Definitely is, and I, I would just want to prop us up a little bit. Um, and I've said this before on other shows that, um, in in other interviews, that um, you you were saying how we're a, a good family to to get in and do the stuff and evolving over time. But I also want to point out how supportive everybody is um, because not just that pendant has a regular schedule that we adhere to. And we consistently put out really good stuff on schedule all the time. We're in not just that we're over 15 years old as a production company, but you know, I've auditioned for stuff that I haven't gotten. And I've gone back to the people running the auditions and I've said, Hey, what could I have done differently? What do you suggest? And I always get back really good information to think about for the next time I do an audition as infrequently as I do them. But I'm glad you said um, that too. Yeah. I, you've gotten great feedback from, um, just most recently from, from Blanky. And, um, when I, did Vincent's last uh, interview, I had gone back to some old emails and saw the conversation that we had over email mm-hmm. about, you know, suggestions that he had made. So, you know, everybody's really supportive. And if you um, go back to uh, TWIP 50 and TWIP 100, I think they were when mm-hmm. I interviewed um, Jeffrey and Susan um, in 50, we talk about, um, the editing process when you're um, 
doing it when you're a writer for a show. And in 100, we talk about um, in the recording debacle that was 100, ultimately, they ended up having to just say, this is a question Jordan asked and then gave the answer. And because we tried like two or three times and it just went horribly wrong. But um, we had a really great conversation about pitching shows and what all is involved in that. So some more resources for people who want to um, do more stuff and listen, listen to those interviews and you'll get some really, really good information from, from our executive producers. Um, anyway, I want to get back to seminar. Um, yes. So how is, how is it playing um, this dual role of Thomas and Alex, who was one and then two? Um, other great questions. If I may, can I want to hold that question? I just want to, sure. I, I want to piggyback off of what you said about going back and because it, it is, I need some positivity in our lives. I think we could all use a little more. Um, and to know that you said the support of, of this community. And I think that is very important for anyone, uh, in general, it is always a good idea, not just as an actor or a studying actor and an actor should always be studying. You know, you don't, all of a sudden, poof, I am a professional and I know everything. No, the greatest sports people, uh, mm -hmm. Olympians, they continue to practice, right? Um, so you, you must continue your, your craft. But you should ask for feedback from the people that are the viable source, not the you know, peanut gallery. But you go back like you did and said, hey, um, yeah. so, you know, I didn't, I didn't get the part. What, what could I have done differently? You know, however you phrase a question, but because and that's important because, and I think it's twofold. One, you, you will, you will get the creator's, you know, input, their honest opinion. And oftentimes you may find, Hey, Jordan, you know what, what you did was great, man. It was freaking awesome. Um, there was nothing wrong with it, but you know, the way I see this character is that they're, you know, maybe whatever it is, it's maybe it's tech. Maybe it's, I see that they're down here. That this, this is Zirosh. And when we have Zirosh, he must sound like this. And to my understanding, I think I'd heard in, in one of the commentaries that Aiden isn't right. modulated much. Um, and I've met Aiden <laughs> in a bizarre story, which in save for a later time. Um, and I'm like, how does he do that? But that could have been it. It could have been, that's not my mm -hmm. range. That's not in what we call our wheelhouse. Nothing wrong with that. There's, that doesn't mean you're, you're a horrible actor, right. Jordan. Go back and sit <laughs> in the corner. Try it again. No, you realize, you find out, you learn. Because again, we're our own worst critic. We go, oh, I didn't do that right. I'm a failure. Nobody loves me. There's a lot of people inside this body of mine. So forgive me. Um, but it, we critique ourselves and think now we're a failure. When in fact, that's not the case. You know, you ask the question and you're going to nine times out of 10 get, you know, or, or maybe it was, maybe, you know, you just, it was a little flat. It just felt a little flat. Could you go back and just, you know, um, here's a little direction. He just, just, uh, I don't know, came out of the, the ice cream store with three scoops of his, your favorite ice cream. Go. Now you're happy. You know, you just needed a little direction. Cause after all, I'm sure a lot of these, a lot of us, we're not getting much direction and we're just in a closet by ourselves wrapped with all our emotions and these dramatic scenes that cat has written <laughs> <laughs> you know i can't tell you how many times i i it, it's not a lie that actor voice actors are often in their closets wearing hot. close to nothing and it's because it's <laughs> hot 
it's hot. And if you're doing it right, if you're doing it right, I will say that I, I hate to make a definitive. If you're doing it right, you're out of breath. You're tired. You're sweaty <laughs> mm-hmm. because you're working, you know? Um, so I, I'm sorry. I, I, we steered off down Dan's door road, but I, I wanted, I wanted to piggyback off of what you said. Cause I think it is important for all actors, especially anybody who, who may be listening that, you know, sees some trepidation in auditioning with a pendant project and is afraid, or maybe they have, and they didn't get the role. Well, guess what? Again, you're probably competing with everybody else that has a computer and a USB mic. And so I don't know. Uh, You could probably tell me how many auditions on average, um, guys get and and have to filter through that's a lot of work to listen to especially if it's just you know alice 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 oh my word how many times can you listen to that you know and that's that will i again that will play in that's a whole other voiceover 101 class where you have to think how do i not sound like the billion other people that are reading for this what can i do different and i'll piggyback on what you said (laughs) real quick with something i think I mentioned in, in my interview way, way back in the day, but um, Kat and Chris, mm-hmm. I had a conversation with them before I had ever auditioned for anything. And they had said, why aren't you auditioning? And I told them why. And the response was, that's really well, logical, thought out reasoning why you're not auditioning. Now here's why you're wrong. And it was that <laughs> pendant is like the internet equivalent of community theater. And for community theater to work, you need the community. So if you've if you are thinking about trying this out, grab yourself a mic. <clears throat> don't need an expensive one. <clears throat> and clear your throat <clears throat> and record. <laughs> Eddie Blue. Yeah. Um. And actually, funny <laughs> because you did that at the top of this interview and. I wasn't going to do this. I promised I wasn't going to do not, I'm not correcting you. I'm not a vocal coach. Um, but again, as far as free resources, where did I hear this from? There are tons of great podcasts out there. Uh, it's been a minute, but I remember it might have been through the GVAA. That's the Global Voice Actor. GAA. Look it up. Somebody's help me out here. Uh, it's, it is organized by Christina Malizia. Amazing, uh, amazing talent. And she, I believe, had a free, it was free, um, because I feel I listened to this as a podcast somewhere in a travel from the Bay Area back to LA or something. And she had an interview with, with a, I don't I, I'm sorry, I don't know the word, uh, a vocal, somebody who knows about your throat and all the insides and the innards, all them flappy doodle things. Something like that. Yeah. She specialized. I mean, she was, she, because some actors, some actors, they want to know how the foldy folds work in your throat. And when I go, when I, when I do stressful work, because it is important. I mean, and this is, I'm again, sorry, I apologize. Long-winded Dan here to get back to my point is this uh, specialist suggested not clear your throat in a cough in the typical manner that we do. And oddly enough, it is off. It is often found um, written into copy for commercials, I find, at least periodically. Now, it's it's not the most damaging, but the reason why is she said it it, it does damage your vocal folds that are, put your fists together and think of 
know, you fist bumping yourself rapidly. That's essentially what you're doing to your vocal cords. Holds. Hello, I'm a voice actor and I get paid to speak. Um, so what, what do you do then? Great question. You hum. So when you, when, when you feel the need to cough before you're doing a take, rather than walk up to the mic and go, I blew my, blew that out there. I apologize. Sorry. Um, that's, and I, again, you hurt somebody else's ears and you can hurt your, your throat as well, your instrument. Um, so it's better just to, and same thing when you're, you're sick, try to not cough as much and strain, uh, stress on your, your vocal folds a little lesson in, in vocal care but uh, again if that's a free resource from the gvaa you, you could easily find it i'm sure somebody's already looked them up and found that that interview i wish i had specific information on it but i think i've led, led you <laughs> uh, <laughs> to the well we at least to find the water for the free resources again free 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 so free, free 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 everything's free take what you can for free can we get back on the road, Dan, and uh, continue along our journey? Hey, that'd be a great idea. Hey, why don't you talk about playing two different people in the same episode? That's a great idea, Dan. I'll, I think I'll do that because that's probably what Jordan would, would like to do is answer the question. <laughs> so at the top of my, most of the uh, interviews, and I say about them being one-sided, there you go. <laughs> Everyone say hello to Alex and Thomas. Was the They're angry one? Close. Yeah. yeah, I They're often forget. Close. I got to tell you, it's horrible. Like, wait, which one's the angry one all the time, and who's the sweet one? No, I, I, I do, I do have. Um, I've had to de- separate them, and uh, I believe your question was, what was, how is it playing them? Yeah, do you record and, all of one and then the other, or do you yeah. do them? Because sometimes they interact. Yeah, and you know what? There again, I, I will go back to voiceover school or just acting school. I, I I just found this out from a really cool interview with uh, Paul Rudd, um, my, mm-hmm. one of my man crushes, and uh, Chris Evans. <laughs> they did an interview. I think it was for Variety magazine. If anyone's interested, um, <laughs> they interview each other and they they just gush about each other. And like, no, 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 you tell me more about you, Chris. <laughs> oh, you tell me more about how it was to play Ant Man. Evidently, I guess um, Paul Rudd's in a new show, his a show of his where he is in a very similar situation, only he's on camera playing uh, opposite of himself. And so what yeah. I want to give as far as it, just in general. It's a show on Netflix. Um, I forget the name of it, but it's again, he, here I am. It's cloned. Yeah. Okay. I haven't watched it yet. It's on my watch list now um, that I know. Yeah. I just, wa- I just watched. Have you watched it? It's good. Yeah, yeah I have. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to play favorites here, but I'll Rudd, everybody. I mean, I don't know if he's related to an Aiden Rudd, but it would explain the brilliance between them. Well, but what I wanted to say on that was, you know, there, there isn't one school of thought. What I learned from, from Paul Rudd was he, he, he learned that he taught me there isn't one way to do this. And, I, and I've tried it. I've tried, you know, reading the episode cold and just, and, you know, hit the dial and we're rolling. And, and bounce back and forth. Thomas, Alex, Thomas, Alex. And, and it works. I'm sure that you, you might be able to hear a difference in the performance. Um, uh, but my, I found that also in recording, um, especially because my method, my method, uh, there again is no right or wrong method, I th- I'd say, as to how you, you record these, um, you know, has, has started to just organically be 
because Pendant likes multiple takes and, and mm-hmm. I, I concur, you know, um, don't be, you know, you don't need to exacerbate the take with 50 um, because you probably got it. And if you didn't, we need to do something else. Um, but in that style, it's easier for me to go, okay, let's read this top to bottom. Garage mm-hmm. and Thomas. Let me live with, let me live with Thomas. I know, I think Tara strong. She's able to go mm-hmm. boom, boom, back and forth, back and forth. She can have that conversation as a lot of, and I'm not Tara strong and I'm, I'm not Tom Kinney and some of these, these amazing, brilliant talents that are able to do that. Um, and I don't also have anyone maybe directing me. It's, it's also, this is self-directed in my closet full of emotions with, with Thomas, uh, or, or Alex. Both are very emotional. Um, so that, that's, I don't know if that answered your question. That's kind of more specifically for the, I guess you could say the method in which I, I record them. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. So, um, moving on to Mage and Machine. Yes. Um, what drew you to Plinio? when uh, the casting call came out? Oh, um, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I, what it, uh, I, I, again, I, again, I can't, I can't say word for word what uh, DX had, had written in the specs, but it alluded to uh, the fact that Tonio wasn't straight. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in his past, uh, at some point, he had relations with, uh, with men. Uh, and it was it was kind of ambiguous, you know. And I'm like, hmm. We're not saying that Plinio identifies, you know, gay. We're not saying, there was no labels on it. Um, and I think that's what stood out for me in Plinio, uh, because I don't fit a category of gay. And all my life, I've grown up, and people have said, no, oh, and I. I think you're just confused. I think you just, I think, you know, you're either gay or you like women. And over the years, I've come to realize, you know, you don't let what other people, don't let other people's opinions, you know, just because you're sick, you don't listen to everybody's advice that says, oh, you're sick? Go ahead and cut a lemon. All right? Don't cut it long ways. Cut it the other way. What you're going to do, you're going to put that in one cup, clarified butter, okay? Then you let that simmer. You know, uh, everybody's got their own remedy, right? You know who you are, and you're the only one who can give the best, can play the best you. And um, if if I haven't made it clear, uh, I, and I don't even have by label in an interview when someone were to ask a specific sexual identity, I guess I, I've always gone along with bisexual. But um, I found that you know there was there was some room to explore with Plinio um, a part of me as well that I think the world needs to see, especially right now, that, you know, we don't know. We don't know someone just by looking at them, right? We see a shade color. We see melanin. We don't know a person's ethnic background, their, their race, their creed. We cannot, there is no... I don't play the Sims, but there's no, what I'd imagine, you know, there, there's, there's no card above them. You know, we're not RoboCop where we can look at them and it scans them and it says, mm, you know, their age, their favorite color and their sign, right? We don't know this. Um, and I love that there was some ambiguity there with Plinio and 
we weren't going to know his, you know, he wasn't, I, I didn't have to play him flamboyant. I could just play him as me because it still boggles me that we live in a world where someone will come up to me and they go, wow, Dan, you know, I've known you for a while and I didn't know you had a boyfriend. It just kind of like blows my mind. Why? Why? Why does that blow your mind? I just, you know, you're not act gay. Oh. Oh. Interesting. I, I don't know how sensitive it can be, but um, it, it comes to, I think, a current uh, mood of the world we're in today where I, I think we need to stop expecting mm-hmm. people to fit this category. Uh, wow. Wow. You're, you're black. Why, why are you surprised? Because I didn't sound black. In fact, I think there's also on Netflix, uh, but you could probably find it anywhere. There, there's a... I haven't, I haven't watched it. It came out many years ago, um, but it recently resurfaced as someone was talking about it. Uh, 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 I think he's a, um, what is it, an operator in some uh, service, a service operator, and he's a black guy. And somebody tells him he's, he's, he's not getting any business. He's not landing his calls. And somebody says, hey, why don't you put on your white guy voice or something? Um, you know, it's, and then all of a sudden he gets his, he's this, his job is is much better, and he's doing his job much better because now he's talking in his white man voice. Um, but what I'm saying is, again, and I apologize in a very long-winded an explanation that um, what drew me to Plinio was, you know, that that I'd be I would give I had an opportunity thanks to DX and Pendant. I had the opportunity to play this character uh, as myself. I mean, for the most part, I mean, yes, he is, he is a character. I am not Plinio, um, and, and I'm sure he's very different than the very descriptive. And in fact, I know he is, he is not everything that DX had in her mind and, and in her mind. Is, and that's not, you know, I'll never, we'll never get that. Um, we all play the characters as best we can interpret what we're given. Um, but I am playing him as true to me as, as possible. And I've, I've had so much fun in the past couple episodes while, while the story is starting. I'm like, show is those that listen i was like first episode i'll be honest i was a little like ah my performance was huh, oof, I, eek, dan maybe we shouldn't i don't know maybe i should i, I honestly considered i think with dx intimate you know let's be real uh email with with dx i said something to the effect of like hey <laughs> if i'm not cutting it here like feel free to recast this and and it's all good no no hurt feelings again we want the best performance. It's not that, that maybe Dan, you know, isn't giving it his all and it isn't a good performance, but you know, it, it's fair to say maybe somebody else could have done it better. Um, I, I sell, I sold myself short and now having listened to, I think episode five and six is out just recently. Oh my God. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Six, six was released on the seventh. Are we real with you, Jordan? And pendant, I, I turned up a little, as the kids say these days. I, I was so proud. I listened to it and I was like, "Oh my god!" For one, I mean, Mac. <laughs> hello. <laughs> the more the more I listen to him, I'm like, "This is the the Mac from episode one." I, I don't know if if I don't know if we were rolling when I said this before. I'm having deja vu, but um, you know, some some series like The Simpsons is one of my go tos. Episode one is not the same Homer and Bart and Marge and family that we know. 30 plus years later, they have evolved right. as a human. After all, you know, these, these aren't just yellow 
spiky haired people, you know, that live in Springfield, they're organic, living, breathing humans behind them. Um, they've changed and they've learned who Homer is. And it's incredible to see Mac. I feel like we're really, mm-hmm. really seeing these characters. And and I have to give it, I, I, I'm sorry, I don't know my pendant family as well as I should. Um, but the, the, the whole cast, for one, um, I feel is really blossomed. Like we're seeing, you know, it's just only starting to begin and going to get good. I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but I'm like, mm-hmm. ooh, that's kind of where I was with episode six in my, in my sippy cup and late night listening to it going, ooh, this is getting juicy. But hats off to the cast and, and Mac. Uh, as, as I've been given a, a note before, uh, with a character that stuck with me or because it's just ironic, um, that voice is, is butter. There is something about listening to <laughs> Mac. I don't know about you, Jordan, but I'm like, just sing me to sleep, buddy. Like you're just, you know, and he, I want to hang out. I think, I think a little bit of him is, is a little John DiMaggio too. And I'm like, I like this guy like i don't you know he's like i want to i want to go have a beer with mac and i auditioned for mac too by the way and i'm like that wasn't me that wasn't me it was an, it was a perfect example of now that i hear it you go that's mac yeah i gave it a good shot but i'm not mac this is mac well done casting that's what it is <laughs> casting it's very important and well, that round of applause <laughs> mm-hmm. that is garen fitzgerald and he is um, interviewed in TWIP uh, 112 and, or 120 and 121 is Anjali, who does Kai. So you can go back and listen to those. All right. Um, wanted to also ask you about what you're doing outside of Pender. Oh, is this my opportunity to plug? Um, yep. I, I really, you know, I, one project it's been released, but I don't hear anyone talking about it. So, um, not clear on my NDA, I, I guess uh, I can say, cause it is out there there. I mean, it is a video game around a particular spooky series of books. Um, I mean, my name's on the credits, so it's like, I, I, I just assume nobody's talking about it because let's be frank. Um, you know, however Frank talks, there's more important things to talk about. F3 and at, let's face it, you know, the world needs to pay attention to more important things than R.L. Stein's Goosebumps. Um, mm-hmm. I don't even remember the whole title of the game because I went walking. Sorry, uh, Dark, of, Dark of Night, Dead of Night. Um, that's out now on Steam and Xbox One. Um, and, uh, what else? Um, I, I have the honor of playing a few characters at Universal Studios Hollywood when theme parks are made available safely to the public again. Um, oh, cool. Uh, yeah, specifically seasonally, um, I'm one of many gentlemen who get to don um, the green fur as the Grinch um, or their Grinchmas. Season. Oh, so you're actually out there. As yes. The yeah. And full, full makeup. Oh, cool. Yeah. Full head to toe makeup. Um, and uh so that that is a lot of fun that guy just never gets old and um and that's universal hollywood it's a universal studios yeah um i I can't say specifically with with the other characters that i i i do uh theme parks um 
disclosures are, are very ambiguous in a way that um, I can say I'm, right. I'm also part of the Transformers team uh, that's there with the um, live action interactive Transformers being Optimus Prime uh, world there also at the park. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a lot of fun. Uh, those, those were jobs that, again, anyone that's, you know, just starting out in their career, you know, um, I've always found it. The funny thing is when you tell people they're an actor, it, the response sometimes is, oh, cool. So what do you really do? How do you pay the bills? Um, you know, we all have to make a living. And if you're in LA, you may be lucky enough to play at a theme park like Universal Studios, Disneyland. I also do some seasonal work at, at Disneyland Resort as well. Um, I, I can't say more on that, but uh, it's a seasonal character. Um, right. And it's a lot of fun and it's a great way to play, um, you know, and, and some of these theme parks do offer uh, voiceover roles. Um, and at least with Universal. Sure. Hollywood, we are part of a union, AGVA, Audvillian uh, Union. It started many, many years ago. Um, but it's a great place to play and learn. And, you know, many of the, the other actors that, like I said, I, I'm not the only one who plays the Grinch or these other uh, roles there. There's often a roster of, of several other talented people that interchangeably work. Um, right. That's not a job you can do. Everyone can't do five days a week, and you may not be in a position where you are working there that often uh, because there's other people that have some seniority. And um, but uh, you know, there's several people in the, in the industry and in that that work at theme parks that are underrated um, because it, it's given a bad name. Um, often looked at, you know, oh, you just work at a theme park. But very brilliant people that I work alongside with that uh, have some amazing credits and are known for things like Roadhog in overwatch and numerous anime credits i don't even know with uh some other talent that are on the roster mr glorfara might be a name that's hard to get out of your mouth but um he, he's another talented actor there uh i'm not pitching myself in, in anything um, <laughs> here just talking about other people which is always better to do um what else do i do uh you know i i I love, yeah, um, then it's, then it's your turn, Jordan. Um, I think that it's important that every act, you know, actors should, again, bringing it back to the real world 2020. Um, I've often, I've asked myself this several times during quarantine. Acting's great. It's fun. Um, I, I love getting to play different people, but, and I, and I love how it affects, you know, especially with these, these characters like, um, Grinch, you know, I, I'm there. I get to see this, this, these kids light up when they, they meet the Grinch to them, you know, they, they don't know, they don't care who Jim mm-hmm. Carrey is, um, you know, and, and even adults, you know, it's, it's just, you get to see the, the magic happen. Um, and what was I saying? I, I, I got a little emotional, went off on a tangent, but, um, you know, a, as an actor, that that's great. And it changes the world for them. Um, sometimes it's life changing, but what else can you do? You know? Um, and you know, are you, are you an activist? Are you, are you at least spreading, you know, a positive message to the world mm-hmm. are you volunteering you know if it's like i mentioned um i i don't do it anymore because i just don't have the time but you know there's somewhere to volunteer that will benefit others and yourself like the um like lars the los angeles radio reading service reading uh, the blind um you know there's there's so many ways you can can give back to your community that is it's not selfish to say you know you're it's benefiting you as well. I mean, you're, you're giving your, you're putting your heart into it, then, you know, uh, it's genuine. So, um, 
uh, in that, um, you know, I, I like to say <laughs> it's, it's not a, a job and something that I do, but I, I do try and, and promote as much positivity and, and love and, and, um, you know, general message of be more than, than just the one trick pony of, of what you do as a occupation, as a profession. Um, one thing that really keeps me humble is uh, I also uh, work part-time uh, in an odd fashion, save for another time, how I got involved in it. But when um, in LA, anyone can look them up, but in Burbank, there's a store called Bearded Lady Vintage Oddities. Uh, it's on Magnolia. It's kind of a main drive of Burbank. And uh, they've been in business for, I think, coming up maybe almost 10 years, but a small mom and pop. Um, I can't even explain how intricate and eclectic it is of oddities and antiques. It's a museum. It's art gallery as well. There's special events, um, celebrity appearances all the time. Just uh, had a conversation about Rick and Morty with, um, oh, shoot, what's his name? Um, <laughs> Marilyn Manson. Um, hello. Uh, I had never listened to his music, but he came in the shop and was very daddy about Rick and Morty and we had something in common. But um, at any rate, I, I find myself there a few days uh, out of the week. I found myself there for, again, don't do names and numbers, but somewhere of maybe five years now. Um, I, I don't, uh, I don't love retail. It's, it's not my thing. I, 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 if anybody credit that can work at, you know, work retail. Um, but this is such a unique store and such a unique uh, family of people that come in. I mean, talk about right now and in times. I mean, we get all walks of life that come into the shop. Um, and some people that don't because they think it's voodoo or uh, Satanism or whatever it is. Um, and on the contrary, it just goes to show just how close-minded, you know, some, some people are that they won't even take the opportunity to come in and say, what's this place all about? Tell me you guys practice in witchcraft. Is there, you know, spirits in the back? <laughs> and, and it's funny because they, you know, there's, there's so much mystery around in, in at, um, that world that people, uh, you know, are either accepting to it or, or they're not. And fun place for me to, to work with a great community of people, much like Pendant, where you just feel right about it. You know, you just know that the people around you uh, are just good. It's a good community to be in. And that's kind of how I'm often drawn to, to projects and things is I just follow my heart and I follow, you know, what uh, I didn't come up with this, but, you know, when the door opens, you know, are you going to stand there and, wait for someone to come and say hey dude hey you yeah get in here close it behind you because the person behind you just missed that opportunity no walk through it find out what's in there inquisitive yep. just might change your life yep absolutely that's all i got to say about that <laughs> so now we do bullet questions. Oh no, I thought we were done, Jordan. I was like, do you hear that big like <sighs> left away? <sighs> oh good, it's done. All right. Yeah, fire away. All right. Your favorite pizza topping. I can never pick just one thing. So you know, this is gonna be Dan once again dissecting. Uh my um um uh, favorite topping is a twofer. Jalapenos, ready? Jalapenos and pineapple. Hmm. Hmm. Right. Favorite Muppet. Dude, you made it hard. And now I get to say, I freaking love your avatar, by the way. Thank you. 
he is sitting on my bed along with my Muppet, um, Danny. So I'd have to say, unfortunately, off of, he, he is a legit uh, Jim Henson from the FAO Schwartz Muppet Lab in, from the FAO Schwartz in New York. I don't know if it's still there. Uh, so he's my own puppet. You can okay. see him on Instagram. That's my plug at Puppets Behaving Badly. It's the badly managed puppet account that I have because when I'm bored, I use my, I talk through my yeah. puppet. He's also on my Instagram, which is, uh, I am Dan Foster, I think is my Instagram. Yeah. He's orange with a blue nose. Favorite Disney movie? Uh, man. Um, Finding Nemo. It's Pixar. Does that count or do you, does it need? Mm-hmm. No, that's good. And since you brought up Mel Blanc, your favorite WB cartoon character? Gosh, I, I'm I'm always I'm so horrible with absolutes. I I'd have to say Bugs. Just I mean, if I were to dis, have a dissertation on it, I don't think he'd probably be my favorite. But there's just no knowing the time we don't have for it <laughs> of a story. Everyone, everyone, go find the interview <laughs> with Mel Blanc and and even his son voiced bugs when uh, mel couldn't for a time and then i think after his passing but there's just such a legacy with that character oh my god when when i heard uh i don't should i spoil it when you heard what evidently okay mel sorry spoiler alert if you don't want to hear about mel blank and you want to learn this yourself earmuffs okay i'm going to tell the story because this is why i'm giving you the answer long-winded once again Ah. okay evidently the story that i read and i recall was Mel Blanc was in a serious car accident and he went into a coma. Oddly enough, um, so the story goes, his son has said in an interview that he went up to his dad and said uh, something to the effect of, and and again, here I am with the joke and I can't hit the punchline, something to the effect of, um, hey, Bugs, are you in there? And Mel's response from a coma story i was told and remember goes eh, what's up doc and mel was awake <laughs> i'm not i'm not telling a story correctly um so <laughs> go find out the the true story but it was something that to that degree and if, it, if it's true then i'm like oh my gosh this this character lived in mel he created all these characters anybody that uh, breaking news doesn't doesn't know when we said mel blank and hasn't looked him up is the one that created all of those voices. I mean, essentially Warner Brothers, the Looney Tunes came out of that one man. He is what we call the, the man with a thousand voices. That's where that came from. You know, as, as Don LaFontaine is right. the man of God and, and the voice, well, Morgan Freeman, there's a debate there. We don't have time for it, but you know, uh, these, these are icons within the voiceover world. Um, in a world. You know, exactly. And that's, that's Don LaFontaine. He is, you know, yeah. man of the world. Um, this is Mel Blanc to, Bugs and everybody else, but Bugs will, will I will say will be my favorite. I, mean, I love them all. I love Taz, and and now there's an amazing Canadian Filipino talent, Eric Bauza, who is the embodiment of Mel Blanc. Canadians, man, gosh, they're so nice and good looking. Uh, he, he he is now pretty much doing everybody in, in down for Warner Brothers. Eric Bauza, that is, and he. Hats off to him. Uh, I've I've sat in awe uh, in a, in a, on the floor on a rug uh, in Santa Monica listening to him talk. And again, uh, Hamilton immigrants, we get the job done. Um, I, I'm not mad at the guy for doing all of these voices because I, I can't do what he does. 
Not yet, anyway. I'm I'm trying. <laughs> I want to be in the room where it happens alongside Eric Bowser and John DiMaggio. Uh, and anyone listening, if you do as well, then get that audition in now. Whatever Pendant has coming up. I don't know, Jordan, what, what, what new auditions are, are coming up, but I see them whenever, whenever I open up Facebook, uh, probably because I have you guys starred for like at mm-hmm. the top, so it's always at the top. That's another side note. If not, you know, you oh, how do I know when there's an audition? Oh, yeah, look, go find it, you know? Yep, yep. But audition starts somewhere. All right. Can people find you? I know you mentioned your Instagram earlier. Are there other um, social media outlets they can find you on? Absolutely. I, I, I try and make myself as accessible as um, the next world. While I, I don't live and, and die by social media um, in, in checking my DMs, uh, I'll be honest. Disclaimer, anybody that, you know, is a big Dan Foster fan, I apologize if I haven't gotten back to you ASAP. Um, but it uh, doesn't mean I don't love you all the same. <laughs> um, but yes, I, I have my website is uh, danfostervo.com. Um, it probably will tie you to, to everything to contact me, but Instagram uh, is at I am Dan Foster. Twitter, I think, is Dan Foster VO. Facebook, I have two. I have a personal one. And then I have one for, oh, gosh, it's a weezer. Um, Dan Foster, voice actor, I think, is my voice actor Facebook page. It's Discord. I'm here on Discord. Dan does voices. And does voices. By the way, disclaimer on that, uh, anybody that just says, you know, oh, you do a lot of cool voices. Um, I want to, I want to back up the fact that I went with Dan does voices. Cause at the time I thought that sounded cool, man. Dan does voices, Dan, and catchy people will remember that. Um, but I did it in, in full realization and understanding that these characters are more than voices back to Mel Blanc. Um, you know, bugs and, and Daffy and all these other characters. My gosh, uh, Hank Azaria did an interview where he says, remember that episode where Mel plays Bugs playing Daffy? Mm-hmm. It's Bugs, a character that he's created, and then he's doing an impression of Daffy. So first, let's get Bugs down. Okay, do that guy. Is it just a voice? No. How does Bugs, you know, say anything besides what's up, Doc? You got to know that. <laughs> you got to know that this is more than just a voice. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling everyone, I know, okay, I know it's more than just Dan does voices. He lives and he breathes these characters and he knows them. They are real. But it's true. It's more than just a voice. Say, you know, I just doing a bunch of silly voices. That's great. And oftentimes that I, I will, I'll put that out there and then I will be quiet and we will, we'll let everyone go back to their life. As Dan's coming unhinged. <laughs> to put them down for a nap but uh anybody with a usb mic and i'm welcoming you i am wholeheartedly welcoming you to the world of voiceover i'm giving you a big hug for anybody that's listening okay with a big warm smile in genuine sincere gen hi words with genuine sincerity i welcome you to the community in the world of voiceover please but know that this is a profession much like anything else and if you're going to do it, do it with every fiber of your moral soul and your body and your heart and give 110% and do it because 
can't think of doing anything else and you want to want to bring these people to life love them more than just you know hey you want to hear my no 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 we don't need to hear your stitch impression we don't need to hear your ah okay guess what tom kinney he's doing that job until he is no longer here and let's hope he's still here for a while um all those people you know myself included um i don't want to hear your i mean please i i actually i would like it would be a tickle to hear people uh, give me their plinio or their alex or to hear a Xerosh. I'd, I'd love to hear people Xerosh because I do it too. I didn't get to talk about that. Save it for the other one, the other interview next time. Um, I usually will read myself in with, with Aiden's Xerosh in my version. Um, you know, but uh, again, I, I welcome you to the world of voiceover, but just please know that it's more than doing funny voices. <laughs> I'm at it with an open mind that you will be the professional that everyone wants to hire because you will give this the time and credit and, you know, realize that this is somebody else's baby that they created. You know, I, I don't own Thomas or Alex or Plinio merely get to just, you know, give my spin on who I think the, they are in, in this world. Hope that, you know, I'm, I'm giving, I'm doing, I'm doing them justice and I'm making, making everyone happy with the choices I've, you know, <laughs> So it's, it's, it's important to realize. I think a lot of people forget that they think I just got a mic and I got my computer. I'm going to audition. I want to, cause I, I've hear, I, I hear it, you know, I'm, I hear people say, I want to do it. I want to start making money and do this and, and more than a lot of people think it is true that not, not to scare anyone away at all. Um, you know, cause again, I'm not blowing smoke when I say pendant is a warm and inviting family. Cause I, I wouldn't, you know, I, I, I've, wouldn't say that if I didn't believe it. Um, you know, I think it's is a, the place to audition. But I want I want anyone coming into Major Machine or Seminar to I want them to blow me away and go, "Who the hell is that man?" <laughs> this show just got better. <laughs> you know, new talent. Hey, so come on, come on aboard. Open arms. <laughs> actually i was just about to say thank you um for taking the time today and and for the reschedule um <laughs> thank you because you know life happens flexibility life happens be flexible people nobody wants to nobody wants to hear hey when are you available for this job you just booked hey jordan you just got the job hey when are you available not tomorrow no how about how about the next day are you available after that you're not okay. hey you know what uh this other guy he's available tomorrow gonna go with him but thanks you did a great job bye-bye that's how it works flexibility folks be flexible jordan yes um you know life happened and, and we had to reschedule oh boy so um people can find me on twitter at jg underscore qa um as always and on facebook www.facebook.com slash j-o-r-d-a-n.g-o-t-t-l-i-e-b.5036 not really active lately um just more reading than than writing but you know those are the times and once again, Dan, thank you so much. Very much appreciate you taking the time. Thank you, Jordan. Jordan, everyone. Is it is it Gottlieb? Because I know I know a Gottlieb. Gottlieb. That's all right. No, it's, I've got one of those names nobody pronounces or spells correctly, so I'm used to it. <laughs> well, but I know it. I know a oddly enough, but I don't say it enough. I know of. I should say I've taken a class. There's a very very well known. Uh, I'll pitch her, Jody Godlip. I don't know if there's a relation. She's uh, 
Uh, I don't know the the ones with money that the lawyer, the tennis player, and the pinball guy, not related. So, um, <laughs> okay. Oh, it would it would I would say it'd be an honor if you were Jody Godlib. You know, related to her, she's uh, oh, and television uh, vo coach, and oh, taught me cool. some great tips. And I'm plugging her as I was doing, or giving you props to say, oh my gosh, if she was your if your if she was your mom, then <laughs> I'm a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan, everyone, thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. And we will kick this back to Jeffrey and Susan. It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview. It's over. Coming out Wednesday, July 8th, it's the Kingery Season Hiatus mini episode number two. Coming out Wednesday, July 15th, Troilus and Cressida, Act 5, Part 1. Episode 100! Whoa! <laughs> I'll heat his blood with Greekish wine tonight. Ha! <laughs> with which my scimitar I'll cool tomorrow. <laughs> Patroclus, let us feast him to the height. Here comes Thersites. Why, thou picture of what thou seemest, and idol of idiot worshippers, here's a letter for thee. <laughs> How now, thou core of envy, thou crusty batch of nature? What's the news? Coming out Wednesday, July 22nd, Mage and Machine, Episode 7. No, 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 no! Come on, Mac! Wake up, wake up, wake up! What can I do? Oh! Pawn shop, pipe fittings, there! What is it now? Plinio! Kai? Why are you playing with Mac's phone? Please, you have to help. He just collapsed and I don't know what's wrong or what to do. All right, Kai, stay calm. Is he breathing? Is his heart working? I don't even know what his heart's supposed to sound like. La la la, the show is almost done. Yay! <laughs> okay, we're done. That's the end of the show. We already have an end of the show song. Now we have two ends of the show songs? No, I mean, is that really a song I just did there? You sang it, that makes it a song. Does it? It was sang. I don't... Does it sang it? You sang it, so it's a song. <laughs> <laughs> so what those words mean Welp, I've done it now Be sure to stop by the website at PendantAudio.com The Yahoo group at groups.yahoo.com Slash group slash pendant The Facebook page at facebook.com Slash pendant audio The Twitter at pendant web We're on Tumblr at pendantaudio.tumblr.com YouTube at pendant productions And you can stop by the website And join us on our discord server And have a chat with the folks if you like The folks there a good number of people in there. It's not too super busy, though. So you don't have to worry about being flooded with messages. It's, pl it's pleasant discussion. <laughs> pleasant amounts of discussion. Ple pleasant amounts of discussion. Yes. We'll see you back here next month. This is Susan Bridges. And Jeffrey Bridges. Thanks for listening. There was a really long delay in there. What was that about? You forget your name? I don't know. I, I was, wouldn't blame you. I was thinking about it. You were thinking about your name? <laughs> yeah. My name is Susan. <laughs> Whoa. Yep, it was just like that.
Yes, may fortune smile upon you. Sure. Boy, was that a platitude. The theme to TWIP is Mr. Exposition by Kevin MacLeod at Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0.